Okay, hey everyone, welcome to Do I Still Love It? The podcast that begs the question, why did our parents let us watch this crap? Uh, I mean, and and is it crap? Is or, it crap? Or is it, is it gold? Uh, so every week, uh, myself, Marshall James. And Laura Weiss. Uh, together we have a guest on the show and we rewatch something we remember loving uh, when we were kids to see whether or not it's still worthy of our love now that we're adults. And uh, this week we are joined by Alex Kessler, Hey! Yeah. Game designer and uh, game designer and podcast host yeah. Alice Kessler. Uh, you host a podcast uh, about Magic: The Gathering called Masters of Modern. Yeah, it's a card game. So uh, very nerdy. But yeah, so Magic: The Gathering is one of those things I can firmly answer. I do still love and have been playing for like two decades. I don't now. think you've taken uh, enough nerd. time away to be able to referentially say if you still love it. I just don't think you stopped loving it. Well, I mean, like, if, you, if you're if you still doing something that you were doing when you were, like, 10, then you still love it. You just never... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Basically what you said. Anyway, so... <laughs> so, hey, guys. <laughs> so, hey. So, hey. Uh, so, Kessler's a good friend of mine. We play uh, games together, and... Kessler um, also makes games. Yeah, so tell us yeah. a little bit about that. Uh, so, I... My family's been in the toy industry for... Oh, really? A very long time. My grandfather uh, was the first first person to patent the hula hoop. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Hold on. Yeah. Wait, this is you know. breaking toy royalty. Yeah, this is breaking news on the podcast right. to both of us. I didn't, know, didn't us. know that. Okay, so, so well, hula happened. hoop dynasty uh, child scion Alex Kessler on the... Uh, okay. So so that happened. I don't normally tell people. Uh, but then my, and this then my father... This is the podcast to, to tell yeah, yeah, this yeah. lineage. This so is then, the podcast. Right. Yeah. So, so then, you're deeply rooted not only... Uh, but also in the subject, nostalgia here. Yeah. yeah. And our experiences as children. Okay, so go yeah. on. So then my father uh, kind of brought it back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, and started a toy company, and he was very successful, and then he sold his company five years ago to a big toy corporation called Jack Specific. If you've seen the giant oh, yeah. Darth Vader action figures that okay. are everywhere, they yeah. make those. Um, and then... They made the... Uh... They made the Skip It back in the day, I want to say. I think no. Jack Specific. Uh, skip the It, and I know this because my dad's company eventually kind of made 79% of Skip It's on the planet, as oh. I know. Uh, so Skip It was invented by a Your guy. Your dad was involved with Big Skip It. Yes. <laughs> uh, skip It was made by a guy. They sold it to, I think it was Whammo, and then Whammo got it bought, was totally Whammo. bought by... Mattel at one point and then was un- sold out. It's a long story. We're skipping lots of up. lots of We're interbreeding. Yeah, lots of, <laughs> lots of interbreeding and drama going on in the toy world. And then you yourself now. And so I started uh, Kesco, which is my new toy company. Which and is it, such a great name. Thank you. Uh, and then I'm in January. And so we're doing two things. We're doing a little bit of spring-summer stuff because of the whole family history of doing outdoor spring-summer toys. And then board games because I that's where I originally actually got in the industry. And so we're making... I launched a board game line of five games. I mean, it will be out next year. So I launched it for buyery people. Uh, one of them is a housewife for a zombie 1960s, 50s nostalgic drafting game there's a college-based party drinking game a koala catapulting game koala catapulting <laughs> amazing it's called koala Great. attack yeah. and do, when when do you have an approximate street date uh it'll be probably like august september of Sweet. next year of yeah next year yeah Great. Uh, but so. our toys like we have these cool blimp things that were coming out called skyship flyers that should be out in february Fantastic. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to have you on, hopefully next fall, if not before then, to, for another episode, and we can really be like a big announcement launch for 
yeah, for your stuff. Sweet. And may I Maybe will, we'll from all of, of the about. current and past children of the world, thank your family for their contribution to our childhoods. So, all right, I'll let them know. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, uh, and getting down to business, to brass tacks, uh, Kessler is also here to be on our very first television review episode. Finally, are doing it. Yeah, Laura and I put our heads together for a while trying like a to figure year. out how to do televisions best. We're going to do the original, uh, the original series of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and it was actually Laura who realized that what we should do is we should just watch the pilot and then just draw random episodes because obviously it they're episodes; they're meant to be viewed out of order. And I don't and think really what children's show really had a through arc. Uh, apparently this one. Apparently this one. So. <laughs> but, like, here's my question. Did it technically have a through arc? Like, Well, I think it had, like, for many an adult, ones. Right. Or no. how much will it show like, up? Like, yeah. how much will a through arc be meaningful to us at this age that, you know, because, like, as I can tell, you guys were both really into this show. Uh, it, for me, it was, like, the show that was on after school, so I've seen a ton of the episodes, but I never watched it with any, like, Ooh, so know. this is this is more of a... Will Laura love it? Episode. I never. I'm, yeah. I'm predicting no, but that's. Who knows? Who knows? Um. But uh, I'm. I'm very curious to see once I found out that this like because because Kessler walked in and he's like, but but there's there's like storylines and we have to follow this and I'm so curious to see. Well, if so, we still, f- if he still feels this way at the end, I think it follows the like a lot of shows. I feel like that I loved and were meant for children in the '90s kind of fell this rule where most of the episodes were just one-off random things that anyone can drop right. in on, and then like thrice a year they're gonna have like this is our five-part episode that you have to catch all week because there's five days right. in the week, and apparently this show came out daily. Yeah, that was the crazy part. So <laughs> you're gonna have to cancel swim practice. So oh, I, yeah, just oh, a- I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little thing. So the the initial run of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was just three seasons, but the three seasons, season one had 60 episodes, season two had 52 episodes, and season three had 33 episodes. So they had what could conservatively be called a full series run, nine seasons worth of episodes crammed into three. Um, so, so we will we, be watching all of them. Right? <laughs> yep. We're going to marathon all of them. We're asking all of you to pause the podcast at this point and watch all hundred. Oh, God. In about four days, we're going to put a call out. You need to send us uppers. We have a lot of coffee. You can send us kid uppers and adult uppers, whatever you want to send. Okay, so uh, we always like to ask our guest, um, but I'm almost more curious to to pitch it to Laura first, because I have a feeling like Kessler will be... so, So we'll come to Kessler in a second. Laura... What do you remember this show being about? <laughs> uh, this show uh, was a, in my mind, a bizarre, like, slapstick, one-dimensional world with, like, superhero teenagers where I got to experience both, like, the supernatural crazy stuff on the side and, like, th- the bullies in the high school at the same time. And so that was, like, the thing that always stuck with me was the, like, the the multidimensional kind of... Like, teen drama. Teen drama, but... But also sci-fi. But but not, like, Buffy-level teen drama. Like, I'm gonna take your milk money teen teen (laughs) drama. So there are bullies in the show. They're not the... If I remember, they're going to be an exceptional treat for us. (laughs) Right, because they're, like... 
bullies acceptable for elementary school children to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take your milk money team drum. Right. Yes. Team drum. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a pick on both of you. Yeah. I think they actually Shove talk you in lockers. like that. Oh, did they really? <laughs> it's possible. Okay, so, <laughs> like, so ooh, Kessler, yeah. what do you, what do you remember the show being about? So this, I think the show, the show was like prime 90s radness was oh, like yeah. in everything. Sunglasses. So like, everybody has sunglasses. Yeah, everyone has sunglasses. Neon. There was Mountain Dew and everything. It says if <laughs> Mountain Dew was infused with the entire decade, and so it's five <laughs> martial arts after school high school kids who just you know there's there's the the popular girl and then there's the popular guy and then there's like the nerdy one and then they're like all hanging out together and then because that would happen and that's what's happening so they're like saved by the bell superheroes yes they're saved by the bell superheroes <laughs> and then for whatever reason I don't remember they somehow get they find Zord Zod no Zord no they get Zords. Z- yes, right. Zords are the robots. The, what's the guy at the tube? Head tube guy. I Okay, so we'll find the, out. There, the, there's the a Professor X like character. Professor X floating head uh, in a jar, yep. Uh who's a floating head in the jar. Um and he gives them super suits, and those super suits make their karate powers extra badass, and then they can each call a really sweet dinosaur robot that they get to fight individually, and I think a total of once ever they fight individually, because very quickly they immediately launch into a giant combined robot. See, here's the funny thing. I don't remember that robot at all. It's it's Voltron. It's Voltron. It's basically Voltron. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, it's funny that you bring that up, because I when when you proposed, oh, we should do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I was like, oh, yeah, that's truly is a show that I loved and then immediately forgot when I got to high school. And, like, since high school, right. completely forgot about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, I remembered much the same as as Kessler. I do, I and I did remember that there was one episode, like, so normally, I, I love the fact that they had, each of the guys have their own, like, robot dinosaur. And the robot dinosaurs look really cool, but then they almost never did anything except run together and then Voltron together into one robot. Right. Um, uh, the Megazord. Yeah. Cause they're all Zords. Correct. And so that's the Megazord. And then, <laughs> and then I, I just, <laughs> I get the impression that it's always very like Scooby-Doo like, like every episode is the, uh, the witch, uh, the witch like calls down a monster and then the guys, they karate fight the monster a bit and then she makes the monster big, Godzilla size. So then they have to call their robots. Their robots all become one robot. And then the robot and the big monster fight Godzilla style. Right. Robot, uh, like remember, rubber suit style. If I remember correctly, the monsters are, so there's like whatever the theme of the episode is for whatever reason. And then she makes the monster out of clay doll things. Because everything she makes is out of clay because violence isn't a thing. <laughs> right. And so you're, you're not it comes killing out of like, something. A, like it's like a conveyor belt. And then she like throws it to earth and then spears it in a thing. And then they like, the spear turns it into a monster. And then right. there's clay putty dudes at the It guys really fight. was like a really creatively sanitized TV show. Yeah. Like, oh. like it, it was perfectly sanitized well, to be like super kid friendly, but the, it still felt like so much was happening. Right. That, that was, well, it never felt weird. It feels like so many things are happening is because it's actually three different TV shows. Right. So all of the <laughs> robot Zord stuff was uh-huh. one show in Japan. All of the ninja Power Ranger suit like monster fighting. fighting was another show in Japan, and then all of the Americans kind of acting, doing their thing was re- was filmed here for the show, and then 
Saban, which is the company that made the show, edited all three of these shows together to make what Power Rangers became. Real quick before we get before we pause the the podcast to go record, um, give me just a little bit of in context of each of you. What what about what age were you when you were really into this show? Like because I like I said I probably watched this when I was in elementary school and maybe a little bit into middle school because let's see it came out in like ninety three. And its big heyday for me was like 93 to 95. So I was like from 10 to 12 is when I was like really into it. I'm actually really glad you asked this. Uh-huh. Uh, this came out in the throes of my puberty. Uh-huh. And that's important because like it was a really intense time. It was the first time where I was like, boys are fucking weird uh-huh. and aggressive. It was that it was that moment in time where as a girl, I started to realize how I was different like physically and mentally. And so this show actually kind of exemplified that for me because like I would go home and I was like, oh, like a boy show is on, but I would always watch it. Uh-huh. And and now I and I haven't thought about that since that experience in my life. Um this was one of those original ones where I I watched it every single day because it was like on the second my bus got home from from school. And but I refused to like it and I refused to engage, but I've seen like every episode. And so I'm really interested to revisit it to figure out if I secretly loved it. Mm. Yeah. I was uh, in the throes of the age of kindergarten. <laughs> uh, I was obsessed with this show. Like, I would regularly... Dr- My favorite Power Ranger was the Black Ranger because he was the sweetest mm-hmm. and he got a sweet elephant and he had an axe for his weapon. Oh, they oh, all have weapons, They too. all have individual yeah, weapons, yeah. but they almost never get to right. use, never them, use them either, Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, lots, of spo- lots of, like, wasted yeah. potential yeah, in so, this And maybe they do in later seasons because I gave up in, like, season two. So right, right. It should be noted, like, I'll do the research, but there, there has to be at least, like, five or six different no, there's like spin-off like because tw- there's like there oh, i have a friend who just got cast in right? a power ranger show but it's only in australia so yeah. like there's like crazy large amounts of like different versions of the show Amazing. but so like i just them as halloween like i was obsessed and like this was it was like i mean if we want to get dark on the like which i guess not dark but like life i was like middle of parents getting divorced so it was like this is rad and i'm a superhero i feel empowered yeah, so yeah, like I, I would get home every day. At, like I'd be like, we have to get home by three. Screw mm-hmm. pink art class. Screw anything else we're doing. Screw me hitting the yeah. table that the mic may be on if that <laughs> made sound. And <laughs> uh, so as one quick aside, so as a person who is now like a toy and game designer, were you all about the toys? Because this was a big toy oh, push yeah. franchise. Oh yeah, I was. I was. I was like first in line to get the actual like the axe because you all the weapons you could buy separately and then you could buy them all because they all combine. Into oh, to like, make like a, a super big crossbow weapon. thing oh that you get to shoot. I completely so I was, forgot that I was yeah. in, a super weapon. I was weapon. in fifth grade okay. when, when like, I remember it the best. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunately, like, just too old for a girl to really right. get into it. But, like... I'm I'm really sad I wasn't a couple years younger because I would have no, been when you're so young, yeah, it's, it's into all, that. Because this was this was kind of my Barney in many ways, where like, and I was like a weird kid because no, well, I was a weird kid, but I I my I had you know the the like other your like nanny speaks a different language and you kind of vaguely learn that language. So okay. mine was Japanese, and so I like oh, I watched like Japanese cartoons as like a two year old called Unpun Man that I like is not in English, uh-huh. <laughs> and you cannot find it. And so, like, this was, like, a natural progression of, like, that into, like, 
Dragon Ball and then this into Dragon Ball Z and like it kind of extended through right, life. Because the... for, for anybody I never used... knew there was a Dragon Ball before Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And just learned yeah. something. He's, uh, he's young. He's yeah, got a little tail. There are definitely uh, <laughs> there's definitely aspects of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that anybody familiar with uh, like anime broadly will like yeah. recognize that uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the shows that it's derived from are are really kind of live action animes. Right. So they're because pretty much all. All animes seem to just de- de- deal with either like teen drama, which there is, or uh, or like like people ninja fighting one another, or giant robots and monsters fighting each other. And this show has all three combined. Yes, that is true. Um, <laughs> and so speaking of combining all three of them, uh, we have decided to go with the super scientific uh, plan that Laura came up with brilliantly. I'm a genius. That we will watch the pilot episode of the show, um, which is called, <laughs> which is called. Day of the Dumpster. Great name. And then... Uh, starting strong. It goes down in TV history. Is. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and then we were going to pick uh, five other episodes at random. Four episodes. Or four episodes. Yeah, total of five episodes. Four episodes at random. And the four episodes are episodes 9, 21, 35, and 44. So those... We'll be watching 1, 9, 21, 35, and 44. So if you are listening at home and are somebody who wants to watch along, please pause now. This entire show is on Netflix, so stream it right now like we will. And won't you enjoy us as we Mighty Morph Okay, so that was a sampling of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was only one season. That wasn't one season, that was four episodes. That was five five, five episodes, just one season. And I feel like we watched a breadth and depth of storytelling. Well, we got lucky. Yes, we definitely got lucky. We got the entire character arc of the Green Ranger in two episodes. Well... We haven't gone to the White Ranger. There's a whole other... At least as long as he was the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger, Which which both involved maybe the two most epic robot versus giant monster fights. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like this this TV show is just robot versus giant monster fights, which I didn't remember any of it. Oh, really? And that's really sad because this is the best part. Yeah. Uh, 100%. So, let, so yeah, let's yeah. go through each episode and then, like, what happened. <laughs> right. Okay, so the first episode that we saw was the pilot episode. And, and a dumpster of it's, it's called uh, Day, Day of the Dumpster. Okay. Really turned out stronger <laughs> with that name. And right off the bat, we get introduced. We know it's going to be awesome from the second one when you see a space shuttle land on the moon and two guys in spacesuits just open up a dumpster on the moon. <laughs> it looks like a, it looks like a space dumpster. Actual <laughs> line, guys. Actual line. Uh, and we're introduced to Rita Repulsa, who I yeah. love and now really want to go uh, build that costume and be Rita Repulsa for Halloween. Right? Guys, it's amazing. And you're just going to yell all the time! I felt so bad for the voice actress who did the English dub for her throat. Because she's always talking like this! 
but like <laughs> screaming, but on screeching. That. Yeah. So we, we got okay. we got so, we got so, five kids in karate gym. <laughs> uh, classically, classically, like the first lines are, "Oh hey, Character insert name. name here. Oh hey, you insert name here." So we get to know them. They're all dressed in what will be their colored costumes, which they never. They're always one hundred percent, no matter what no. scene. You pointed out that every single scene, if they could be wearing an article of clothing, it will be their character appropriate color. There's like a ridiculous scene in the last episode we watched, forty four, where the blue and the yellow ranger, uh, well, they're Billy and Trini, come in and they're they're dressed for cold weather and they're both wearing ridiculous hats in their that are bright canary yellow and and bright well, I mean, boy blue. I thought the yellow was okay just because like blue. that's like the classic like raincoat. Yeah, his hat looked ridiculous because it was not only a weird color, it was also like a flight cap. Yeah, yeah, or like a balaclava. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I don't uh, think they made those in rain. So this this has to be one of the most 90 things. 90s things I've ever watched. Right. <laughs> so, like, every moment is infused with as much 90s extrematude. There's <laughs> or wait, let me say, Teenagers with attitude. Yeah. yeah. As, as Zordon requests, bring me some teenagers with attitude. And attitude means karate. It means surfing. It means lightning bolts everywhere. Sick and dance it means moves. Crazy hip-hop dance moves. It means insane <laughs> guitar <laughs> solos. <laughs> So that all the kids at home in the living room can just all be air guitaring yes, their and, brains uh, one out. One thing that we really felt uh, needed to be highlighted was the great sound design amazing. and the amazing guy that just like probably oh, snorted coke every morning and just and just shredded on his guitar <laughs> for the good of children yes. everywhere. Yeah, because guys, the the soundtrack on this is like. As soon as it starts playing, I'm like, this is what plays in my mind when I'm doing something awesome now. Like, like, like now, if I'm like, like if I'm at a festival and having a great time, or if I'm like on like a like if I'm like having some really nice, you know, sexy time, like in my head, <laughs> those are the two. In you my head, the riffs. Power Rangers sick guitar riffs are playing. Like, go go Power Rangers, and I'm like, yes, I'm awesome. So it's Ron Keenan. Ron Keenan. Ron Keenan was you executive in charge of music, and, and he's, he's got there like with his with his shred guitar. He's got like a shred guitar. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, he's perfect. He's got he's got camo he, pants on. He looks exactly like you imagine the guy who just wrote some sick licks for. Um, oh, and the funny thing is, I I was really struck right off the bat how musically underladen this entire show is. There's oh, yeah. very little moments where people are quiet, and almost every really only when two people are talking like close up. Usually, like when they're. Yeah. Yeah. But there's transition music and there's also cue music for certain characters, like our bully characters, Bulk and Skull. They always have the <laughs> And you know, it's kinda like a carnival like a oompa oompa like here comes the clowns. It's, it's literal a very car- circus, carnival yeah. music. Yeah. So uh, so so then you know Rita Repulsa fights the right. Power Rangers and, and the there's dragon lion guy <laughs> right who's her and sidekick. there's all this they, they they manage in the pilot episode to have one scene in which Zordon the floating man head man in the head uh, man's head in a jar that we couldn't remember like too brilliant ba- right. played by David Fielding <laughs> played by David Fielding he has one like 
two minute long exposition scene where he just explains the whole thing. And it's just fantastic. And thank you so much. Uh, There's a Zordon prequel series. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm really glad because uh, okay, so we the, really like the Power Rangers really did pick up in the middle of a story. Obviously, Zordon of Eltar. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. No, Laura is totally right. Uh, uh, Laura's totally right because um, I, I remember we were like three episodes in and I'm like, you know, they just had that big exposition scene and we still have no idea what is <laughs> happening. Who is Rita? Who are her weird minions? And like... I, I think we've, I think if we were to watch every episode of the first season, we would learn more about some them. about... Because we like went from episode one to episode like... It was 1 20. to 9 to 21 to 34 to 44. Something yes. like that. I'm a uh, genius. So I think episode yeah. 1 was kind of what we remembered. Yes. Ep- episode 9 with the troll. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, so the troll's name, I don't know if anybody else wrote it down, but the troll's name was Tickle Sneezer. Right. <laughs> and so it's uh, so it's like a show and tell hobby week at school. And so all the kids are showing off their... The hobbies, and this is where we see more classic '90s stuff because Zach likes to surf and likes to, and Trini has a doll collection, and one of the dolls becomes our monster. Uh, Which, and this is, and we talked. This is where I think we realized that this show isn't actually about teenagers. Yeah. It's about nine-year-old children pretending to have this fight, and what's actually going on in their imagination. Because, like, the show and tell. Is not is like third grade show and tell. She has dolls. Billy brings in a volcano. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> all pretty reductive, right? It's like uh, it's basically um, like. Did you have show and tell in high school? And did you show off your sweet karate moves? Right. There's, there's I mean, I feel like my sweet karate moves would be the most appropriate thing to show off at high school show and tell instead of my doll collection. Right. And the, this and is the, coming from a person that actually had. A similar doll collection to Trini that would not have gone to school anytime after fourth grade. Right, like, uh, like we were talking earlier about their costumes, and that's sort of the scene where we noticed it for real. Was like in every scene, especially Billy is dressed like a nine-year-old, and so is Zach. He's wearing like pajama pants, like a nine-year-old, and then well, uh, no, in Zach's defense, and the Pink Ranger is always wearing kind of a romper, like shorts and a like. Well, well it looks like their parents dressed them to look like very adorable and 90s styles clothing. But, I, I mean, those are like MC Hammer pants. It was like prime MC Hammer. That's true, that's true. But, but yeah, so like what Kessler would say is right. Between the, the way they're wear, the way they're dressed and the way their, their peers and their school is set up, these are obviously nine-year-olds, but they're imagining themselves as cool big kids as played by 20-something. This is so meta. Yeah. There's like, so many levels. Like, this is, is why this, we thought it was is, so cool. <laughs> it is It is one of the raddest things I think I've watched in a long time. You know, like, okay, and this is coming from a person that, like, only, only like, watched it because I had to as a kid. I, I'm, like, really surprised at how, like, not into it I was when I was 11. Because that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, awesome. Uh, it was also in this this second episode that Laura uh, made a, this great revelation about all the Wizard of Oz imagery oh, yeah. that 
that permeates Power Rangers that n- I never got until. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, the like the the first episode is like a complete Wizard of Oz situation. Even even her like numero uno henchman guy is like a flying monkey. He's like, like a flying and actually, monkey like, in armor. Two yeah. of the three like yeah. henchmen are and all. And there's flying like a monkeys. whole situation. Yeah, there's Babu's like, yeah. kind of yeah, a flying yeah. monkey too. Yeah. Yeah, there's all there's a whole situation with the crystal ball. That's that's how like they get introduced to her for the first time. Uh, he's like Rita. a big wizard. Yeah, and then he's he's super Wizard of Oz. With a like, floaty only head. With his floaty even. head. Yeah. yeah. No, it's and, full on a Wizard even, of Oz thing. And even like uh, the little robot. That whole like I I I I feel like he's kind of like that guy at the gate of Emerald City that's all like ah like you know that's a horse of a different color and, like he's got that kind of weird thing going on I and he that. turns I out to that. also be the wizard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, so, was he absolutely. the in original Wizard of Oz? That guy was the actor. He was. Yeah. Oh. He was learning things I about Power Rangers and Wizard of Oz. <laughs> masks behind yeah. masks. Wow. So I want to revisit something that was brought to our attention in the first half of this episode that I did not understand when it first got brought up. Uh, Alex told us about how um, this was a mashup of two to three different TV shows. And I thought he just meant it concept. Oh, like it was like it took like a few plots of stuff from Japan. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no, no. It's literal footage. They like literally just spliced together footage from different TV shows, and they are filmed on different cameras with like different color, <laughs> different cameras, and, and it just makes it better. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like we we're saying, all the all the uh, kind of kung fu action and all the stuff with the guys in costumes that was all a Japanese show that they bought, and then all the English scenes with the uh, kid actors that was completely different, and they were just spliced right. together. They like they like bought enough of the costumes from the original production, like they got. A few of the, they got the Power Ranger costumes. Some of the minions. They got like the main, I think they only got the like, the the Goldar, the main minion, the like, the flying (laughs) monkey guy. And then like, everything else is just green screen. Yeah. And you can even, own the putties, but they got like, the leftover putties, because you can tell when it's the actual ninja fighting ones, they have like, cool clay arm swords and stuff, but then when it's like, with regal people, they're like, they're like, onesie suits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, wait, we haven't brought it up. The the, the troll doll, the the something sneezer. Oh, tickle, tickle, sneezer. tickle sneezer. is one of the most horrifying toys I've ever yes. seen in my entire life. I, I also really just want to point <laughs> out, it's a 20-minute full-on episode where they, they do all the Power Ranger stuff, and it ends up to just be a dream sequence. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. not when even it a real episode. it need to be a dream sequence, because all the other episodes are real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this just ended up being something that happened in Trini's dream. And they, like, show, like... The bad guys do have the power to take real life things and make them into monsters. So why? So was nothing this about not, there's nothing, nothing that nothing was nothing that needed to be explained away. And it wasn't like any of the characters had died and like, oh no, and then we'll come back. <laughs> no, it turned out all right. The, it turned out all right. The Rangers win and beat the bad guys in her dreams right. too. And I really want to point out, I felt bad for Tickle Sneezer because he was just like, I just want to help him. He was just like, I just like my stuff. I'm just a hoarder and I just put stuff in my bottle. <laughs> I don't have my bottle. Can someone help me? I felt so bad for him. Like, he's not a bad guy. No. And so I'm glad. I'm actually kind of glad that it was just a dream sequence because I'm glad that nothing bad happened to a sweet, weird troll man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I went right before we go into episode three. It, it was right around this episode that uh, Alex posed the question, "Ooh, who are you guys shipping?" <laughs> because there's there are about an equal number. There's, there's three guys, two girls, two, two girls, and there's some other guys and girls float in and out of the show. 
And so we started going like, ooh, yeah, like, we thinking like uh, Billy, Billy and Trinity. Billy and Trini. Because they get stuck in the car together. I was together. Super into That's Billy and Trini. Trini. I was really into anyone and Billy because Billy's so, like, sensitive and... Like, you know, a yeah. deep relationship with him. So you're saying like, you have a thing yeah. with guys in glasses. Though. Yes. Like, there like, guys yeah. in glasses. <laughs> uh, well, and, and she said, like, oh, yeah, I shipped, like, Trini and Billy. And then <laughs> Kessler goes, well, they are the feet. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> when they turn into the Megazord, they're the Triceratops and the Sabertooth Tiger that are the feet. <laughs> they're the left shoe, the right shoe. <laughs> Perfect. Match made in... Heaven. I just I love to imagine that that was their vows at their wedding. Like we were the feet. <laughs> like they get matching tattoos. All right. So then the third episode was episode. It was the last 21. episode of the Green Ranger arc. Green with evil part four. Five. Four. Part, five, part five. Breaking the spell. And the the episode starts with them looking in the crystal ball and. Tommy character we've just met because of our situation <laughs> is like pixelating and suddenly Trini looks at it and in such wonderful <laughs> expositional quality her only line is wow I can't believe that Tommy is the Green Ranger <laughs> and so, I was like whoa spoiler alert for the fourth, yeah. epi- fourth episode's cliffhanger uh Hey, but that, I mean, they did a good, I was like, all right, I'm on board. There's a Green Ranger, and that's, this guy and named Tommy, surprising. I, you see, he's got a menacing face, must be a bad guy. Yeah. They no, seem disappointed. And like that, that was actually, this was kind of my point of when I was really interested to go back and watch kids TV shows, is how easy would it, would that have actually been to just pick up at any single day? Because that really needed to be important when you were just watching stuff on television. Episodically, and the answer is, they did it great. They well, yeah. did it perfectly. They were huge... actually able to create storylines that you don't need to watch. But, but if you want to watch day by day, you really get something out of it. And also, like they had great, and like I noticed this, they had great foreshadowing, foreshadowing capabilities because there were multiple times when we were watching that we wanted to call out, like, "Oh, they made a mistake there. Like, why didn't they do that thing?" And then, like, almost instantly, every time we questioned something, they immediately brought it up. Like, for example, that in the last episode, at the at the final kind of like button at the end of the episode with for hobby week uh the teacher's like all right bulk and skull it's your time to share your hobby and she like absentmindedly kind of scratches her she scratches her belly and i thought that's an unattractive take couldn't they have retaked why why did they keep the one where the actress scratches herself and then it gets revealed that Bulk and Skull had a flea circus that got loose on the teacher and i'm like oh man they that is all foreshadowing. I think I think this is a time to bring up the great. Uh, oh, bulk and skull. Bul- yeah, we yeah. talked about those. <laughs> they so, are the most ridiculous TV show characters. So that exist. I remember them as bullies, and which they, they like were supposed to be. But like, here's the thing: I've never seen bullies shit on more than this TV show. This TV show is really. I swear that this TV show was written by the kids that got bullied all the time and they were like, oh, we yeah. need bullies because it's like a high school thing, but like, let's make them like the most useless bullies in the world and let's make everything bad happen to let's them Let's make sure they the get time. their comeuppance in the scenes that they appear in. I not, every, the, not to the end of the episode. They have to get comeuppance immediately. No, it was like four times an episode, every episode. Four no times matter episode, what, they Bulk get gets hit in the face with something slimy. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, we got Bulk and Skull. One's a, a large, uh, portly guy, and one is a skinny, like st- very 
like oddly dressed guy. Like he always had like a spike. Well, he's like, eccentric. They're like punks because this was like in the early nineties. Yeah. So like, like, like punk was dying, but like, like rave kids. Oh yeah, like raver punk kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's doing his, He's like doing his best. Like Polly Shore, Andy Dick. Fisher Stevens, like just chewing the scenery, weirdo. <laughs> and then the other guy's like the big bulky dummy. You know, and he's like, like I'm, I'm the one in charge. I'm gonna punch stuff, and I I could do karate. <laughs> and really, honestly, they're useless characters. They really they don't are help 100% the plot. One hundred percent comic relief. And a little bit filler. And, yeah, and filler. But Remember, we had 60 like, episodes. We had to get to 20 up. minutes every episode. Like, they do not fill up. Like, they are not necessary. At I all. mean, yeah, they'd be like they 18 minutes some humor. Episodes. Yeah, they had humor. <laughs> but, like, to drive the pl- plot along, I never saw one that truly needed them. It was well, kind of fascinating. Once again, we, like, did the sprinkling of, not yeah. to be defensive of Power Rangers, <laughs> but, like, we only take, saw the first take five. It with a sprinkle but, of salt. But, like, uh-huh. there, you know, there's, like, probably episode six is when, like, Skullbalk was, like, the one that caused the monster to happen. Or, like, they accidentally knock over this pillar that what saves if, the day. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, it turns out that we just happened to miss the all the episodes? Where normally Bulk and Skull are always responsible for the monster. <laughs> Listeners, what well, kind of the last if one? If you remember episodes where Bulk and Skull are truly important, you should let us know. Please do. Hit yes. us up. Hit us up at Do I Still Love It all over the internet. That's always us. Yeah, find us everywhere, um, anywhere and everywhere. This was the episode where um, I realized that Alpha, the, the robot, robot, Alpha Five, is truly the most human character in the entire <laughs> thing. Go on. Everyone else is extremely like one-dimensional and they they play very much inside of their own trope. Uh-huh. But he's the one that like truly gets to experience multiple emotions of like, oh, I'm really nervous and oh, can I help? You know, he, he I felt like he was the most relatable character in the show and he's the only non-human. Well, I think definitely, I I remember as a kid thinking, because I was also a big Star Wars fan, and so Alpha 5 has a lot in common with C-3PO. Well, kind of if you took R2-D2 and C-3PO and combined them into into one one person. Yeah, Yeah. and like those two robots distinctly informed how I thought robots would be when we when we grow up. Right. I I was never a short circuit uh, kid. Like I love short circuit. I, I, yeah, I yeah. never I never was much of a short circuit kid. But Johnny like Bob my is alive. Yeah, me my robots when I was a kid were C three PO and and Alf and Alpha Alpha Five Alpha Five. Mm hmm. Hundred input. Yeah. No, I loved him. That's the wrong one. Okay. Wrong robot. Okay, well, we're on three. Yes. So so they're like, oh, my God, Tommy's a bad guy. And then we <laughs> cut to, like, Rita, and Rita's like, all right, let's have him just wreck shit. And then, like, Godzilla shows. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> Godzilla. We, we can't fully go into his Godzilla experience oh, wait, wait, until... Yeah. Um, the pink ranger comes up to him and she's like, I know it's you, Tommy. I know that you're the green ranger. And I he's know, like, pink ranger. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> green eyes. Oh, yeah. And and he's like, doing his best, like, Christian Bale Batman voice. Like, I know, Pink Ranger. I'm going to defeat you for my emperor. <laughs> he actually, he kind of has, his speech pattern is what, like, 1970s karate movies with English dubbing over it is. No, yes. it's like, I, 100%. And, he's like, his lips are, like, moving. He's like, I will fight you to the battle death. <laughs> Like, like you know, that. and then he really does. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know this this kid actor who played Tommy fucking loved Enter the Dragon and shit, and, and he just thought that's how badass karate dudes talk. <laughs> like that's how he thinks. Yep, that's how Mr. Miyagi Definitely. talks. Like he, I, I'm gonna fucking 
fuck you up. You know, like, right, right, Let right. me pace my words so they fit with the much longer words of Japanese. Do you think that's what Will Shatner is doing? <laughs> Did Billy Shatner really like the way kung fu movies talk? Um, so yeah, so like he like basically says, I'm going to murder you. And then they're like, oh no, we can save him. And then he starts wrecking everything. <laughs> and he starts wrecking everything with Like a, women do. They always think they can go in there and fix the guy the bad that's guy, fucked yeah. up. So then the Green Ranger's dragon zord shows up. And which he like has this, the like sweetest flute call thing, which is like... <laughs> Ocarina of Time that he uses to talk to the dragon. The dragon itself is as big as the Megazord. Yep. So it's bigger than all the other dinosaurs. Put together. And it looks like it comes up out of the water and it's... and It's, it's got a drill tail. It's got, it's got drill tails, <laughs> rocket fingers, and it looks like a Godzilla made out of metal. And <laughs> it's so metal. <laughs> and uh, and so the Green Ranger, like, like, we didn't have to see the other four episodes to realize, holy shit, the Green Ranger is legit. <laughs> Well, and it's also important. Well, also, the Green Ranger has like the gold thing, so the he's gold, supposed to be like, like the best, best primo ranger. A, a, a shoulder pad, so, like, kind of. Yeah. A, and Twitter can can say I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the storyline is that like this is Rita creating a Power Ranger. So like everything is like oh. this plus two. So that's why oh, she like. So the fact that they emancipated him from her is like a big. That's why like in the later episode that we'll get to, she's like trying to absorb. She has the ability to only get his powers because oh. it was her powers in the first place, and she's Got trying it. to get it back. Oh, you know what? Okay. I think it's time to move on to yeah. that one. Well, yeah. no, no, wait. We have oh. we have to get to the fight where oh. the <laughs> where Tommy. Really, okay. How do we <laughs> how do we explain that? So okay, so the, we've only sort of glossed over it, but like. So the they have to kill Tommy sequences in the fight sequences in Power Rangers in general are so awesome. Well, because they're like real martial, they're like Japanese TV martial artists, which are like the most legit form of acting they had at this point in history. <laughs> All these great kaiju fights. Like, I loved Godzilla when I was a kid, and uh, TNT used to have the Godzilla-thon over like Labor Day weekend, and they just play every Godzilla movie in a row, and my brother and I would eat it up. We loved dudes in suits beating each other up. I was more and of this... a Mothra person myself. Well, but, but yeah, but like... It's all Mothra, the same, yeah. All part of that, and so like, was this was like, hey kids, Mothra. how would you love dudes in suits fighting the TV show? <laughs> well, it's... It's Godzilla meets dinosaurs meets robots meets ninjas meets <laughs> other monsters made from the other that's different every it's week. Like everything that you thought was awesome as a kid, dinosaurs and like, monsters summon, and robots. Let me summon my laser sword from space to like <laughs> slice you in and half. And after the last minute, I think we can point out why, as a girl, I was not into this as much as oh, you were. You're, but I mean, but the, I well, okay. dinosaurs and robots and blah blah blah. It wasn't really. But I, the thing, I, I yeah, will. But then they like make him good by killing his sword in one of the sweetest sword fights I've seen on TV. That was a wrong <laughs> really sword, good sword fight. fight. And, and then, because then, yeah, then he wears martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they take the sword and they put it on like shoulder pads. And they the... No, that was later. That was the oh, following that's the next episode. One. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, no, this one he combines with the with all the of them. feet they and the LC. Yeah. Except crazy. no, except for uh, the red and the pink ranger who aren't invited to the, <laughs> to the, the, the weird the secondary co zord party. party. Um, Wait, the tail kick. Wait, last thing before we're done. <laughs> At one point, the T Rex, oh, the, it's a, the it's dinosaur, a, the, the red tyrannosaurus. Ranger versus green ranger. 
jumps up in the air, uses his tail to launch himself, and double kicks Godzilla in the face. <laughs> all three of us. Can I, okay, like, as a girl in between the two of you living this right now, I am just laughing my ass off at how ridiculous it sounds to have the two of you trying to, ex- like, explain this unexplainable thing. And then I really, this was my childhood. Why do you, I like, 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 Marshall J had the seat beside me and Alex K had the other seat beside me and they just were over me and be like, and then, and then, and then, then he's got that. Do you remember when he got out his sword and was like chopping in his face? Oh yeah, no. We were the two, yeah, we yeah, were your, yeah. we were your, yeah. You were we were your boy friends, the friends you had yeah. who were boys hanging around you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they have this they have this really sweet fight, and this is so this is about the point where I wrote down the note. This is everything I thought was cool. Like, <laughs> All at once. like Marshall literally jumped up and started Ooh, like, like rocking doing out. karate yeah. and rocking out when it was like like I'm pretty sure that you like. Got so much adrenaline from well, this. Well, like past the the robot fight, like there was a sword fight. There, like just it kept all the fights all the time. It just kept going, and it, it was, like I think it's part of what informed. Like I mentioned, Return of the Jedi, and for the longest time, Return of the Jedi was my favorite of the Star Wars movies. And I think it's because there's so much happening there oh, at the, the end. There's a Return there's the a best ta- fights. there's like a tank battle and shit going on. There's a starship battle going on, and then there's a duel between the two like coolest Jedi. I wonder why our generation has mad ADD, <laughs> right? <laughs> and all of that stuff is going on and you're like, "Ooh, this is just, you know, this is a fight between thousands of men in spaceships. Here's a fight between hundreds of men on the ground. Here's a fight between two men in space." And it's three, all, yeah. all the stakes. All the emperor gets her in. Yeah. All right, back to, All right, guys. So, uh, so the Green Ranger is a good guy now because it's yeah. really important that we know that because the next episode we watched is the next two-parter, and uh, that is Green Candle Part Two. And I would like to tell you that the first line in that I wrote it down was, "I don't believe this. Rita has chained my powers to a candle." <laughs> Which again, so, thank you. So somehow we ended up with two different multi-parters. And we ended up on the last chapter of both of them, and they both perfectly, in one sentence, (laughs) explained all that you need to know. (laughs) And we just so happened to experience, like, the full arc of Tommy. The Green Ranger. Yeah, because Uh... this is unfortunately the one where, even though it seemed like at any moment they might be able to stop the green candle from burning out, it burns out. Oh, yeah, we need to explain the plot here, because it's really important to understand. (laughs) Apparently, Rita's created the monster for this week can clone anything that's around, so he can turn into the different Zords. But more importantly, they've attached Tommy's powers to the... Um, this candle, and it's and it, once the candle is all the way down, he loses his powers, so he can't go and save it. So the other Power Rangers go to open up a portal so that Red Ranger Jason can go through the portal to fight Flying Monkey Dude Goldar to, Goldar to ki- get the candle back. While this is happening, Clone Monster, uh-huh. <laughs> the Cyclops, Cyclops shows up giant and starts just pretending to be the Megazord. So Tommy takes his Zord the and dragon go, the Zord. Dragon Zord and goes just to wreck him. And so we're getting like Return of the Jedi esque three different scenes where Again, the, yes. The the Dragon Zord and the uh Cyclops, Cyclops disguised as a Megazord. Are fighting each other. Yep. The Power Rangers are opening up a portal 
the like get Tommy to the other side and J- sorry Jason to the other side and Jason is like just kung fu kung fu fighting <laughs> Goldar. Goldar. And so then there's a point where there's a point where Zordon is like, you all must abandon trying to get the candle back. And and they're like, what? Well, because he's no, losing Jason's his powers. Jason's already over there. What do we do? And they're just like, Jason might lose his powers, but if you don't come back, Jason will lose his life. Oh, and so oh, they no, have it was, to. Send- it was Zach who did it because he gets all the. He actually, he's the one who's like, but if we don't, he will lose his life. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. he always gets the best line. So Zach, so Zach, the Black Ranger, uh, he for we he gets he gets such good lines and delivers them. So he's earnestly. definitely the best actor, and Tommy the Green Ranger was definitely the worst actor. Right. I actually have that written right here. Green is such a bad actor. Right. Well, but in a very wonderful. Oh, <laughs> it's it's oh, like yeah. it's so it's bad. Not, it's not Listen, bad to the watch. The bad acting is very important for the success of the TV show. Because because I would say 100%. like Jason, who's the Red Ranger, is like a bad actor, but not in an entertaining way. He just is like kind of stalled to know He's he... like he's definitely very good at martial or like at some amount of stage yeah, he's fighting. Yeah, really important just, as like, a character. Ripped, but he, we just need him. I think like, he's not important, Carly, because the episodes his... we saw because we saw all the Green Ranger Alpha battle between right. the two of them. But but I'm saying his humanity, like who he who he really is. He he basically just is the Red Ranger. He, yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. He's he's Captain America. He's he's just a living embodiment of the American kinda, flag. Yeah, I was like, I'm always the is. good guy. I'm always gonna right. you know punch the bad guy in the face and then yeah. give a kid a thumbs up and a jersey. Because yeah, really the only the only uh, like actor Power Rangers that ever even got to say anything were either Billy because he's the nerd or the Pink Ranger because she's the she would be like flirting with the Green Ranger. Uh, or Zach, and then Zach would always just give his like one line per episode, like super like, "Hey, we know that Tommy could lose his powers, but if you don't come with us, Tommy could lose his life." Like, Trini dun, dun, had dun. Trini had a good amount of lines too, but Trini was always in the like, "I don't quite believe you and think you're an idiot" sort of thing. She was she was always kind of like. She was never a driving. Uh, yeah. Other than in the doll episode, she was rarely the driving force yeah. for the episode. Nor was Jason, for that matter. Like yeah. it really, the like, and Billy was always like every episode because he invented whatever th- <laughs> silly thing. Like well, it, it was, was like the, it was like Donatello in the Teenage Mutant right. Show. It was always oh, this Donatello is the genetic modifier it's teleport machine, and yeah, they're yeah. like, that's a genetic modifier. It's like, yeah, the Saurus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it'd be interesting, like, if if we went and watched all the episodes to see, like. Which I'm is starting a- to think that the two men in this room will probably do. Oh, I'm certain. Spoiler alert! I'm certainly <laughs> going to watch more episodes of Power Rangers. Um, but I wonder if, like, if it there, it's evenly dispersed. If each of the five, I think guys Jason's become more primers. of a main character than we saw. I like yeah. vaguely remember him being. He's the main character. Jason really the got show. the short end of the stick with our. Uh, yeah, with our, well, because because like the Green Ranger generation. is the like the other. Mm-hmm. So we saw more Green Ranger stuff. We saw a lot of Green Ranger for how little he is in. Well, Absolutely. So, and speaking about like earn, like earnestness of lines, there's a line that gets said by Jason every episode, and it still gives me tingles oh <laughs> every God. time he says it's morphin' time. And the, all they all pull out and go uh, and say, uh, "Oh, I want to make sure I get it right." 
Sabretooth Tiger, Triceratops, Pterodactyl, Mastodon, Tyrannosaurus. And yeah, then yeah, I know it ends in Tyrannosaurus, but the thing is, and then when Green gets added, it's Dragon. Dragon Zord. Dragon Zord. Yeah. Okay, but so the thing is, like, every time he says it's Morphin Time, and they list off the dragons, they lift off the dinosaurs, and I. Dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. Which is important because two of them are not dinosaurs. And technically, a pterodactyl isn't a dinosaur either. Yeah, but at least it's from the same time period. It's like. Tiger and Mastodon. Are, no, forty no. million years separated. I am not okay with. This. We're closer to but them. But then I than found out that they weren't dinosaurs; <laughs> they were dinosaurs, guys. Yeah, obviously. Plus, but, like you know, alien robot architects <laughs> from the past aren't really. Oh yeah, you know, that doesn't that's matter. What I them. also want to point out: so uh, Rita Repulsa and her her band of minions, they were supposedly as the as the. Uh, as the story tells us, they were stuck in that space garbage can for 10,000 years. <laughs> 10, oh, I'm sorry. Dumpster for 10,000 years. And then they just jump out and they're speaking perfect English. Well, everything is were they? Because I think they were dubbed. Their English didn't sound so great. Oh, and speaking of which. That's funny. So this is around the point. point. There's a point there. This is around the point that I was like, oh, you know who I'm shipping in this show? Squat and Babu, who are two of her, like, mid- how did you learn all of their names so well? I, I had to, like, I started paying attention when they would talk to each other. And it's like you said in the first one, every time, in every episode, in case this is your kid's first episode, oh. people never use pronouns. Everyone sure. always goes, Tommy, you gotta go with Trini and yeah. me, Jason, I'm Jason. <laughs> you know, and so when the minions, the minions are like, Squat, what are you doing there? Well, Babu, I... Right, <laughs> That's right. how everybody talks to each other. Um, All right. And so I said that when they whip out and they do their Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing, the thing that sells the show is that every actor in it, regardless of acting talent, are so buying it. Like, oh, yeah, no, everyone is, it. like, in it as far as Kimberly screams, like, Pterodactyl! It's <laughs> like, fucking means it. Like, no one's rolling their eyes. If anybody rolled their eyes, they would all look stupid. But because they all so believe in it, they look awesome and you love them. Even even Skull and uh, Bulk. Bulk, like, are completely in character. <laughs> like, they're like, they they're not, they're just, I'm, I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> all I want to get to is the fact that the Pink Ranger and the Green Ranger kissed, guys. Oh, and That's, it was so great. <laughs> it was the most 90s kid television show kiss they, it was just this in really, history. It was just really, like, soft, like... <laughs> well, like he was, like, doing... Um, I'm just, I'm just Tommy doing Tai Chi in the park very fast. <laughs> and she like, and then she's like, oh, hey, he's like, I just like to do karate in the park sometimes to get out there. And yeah. she's like, well, I'm sorry, you know, we miss you. And then he's like, I get it, man. You guys were a team before I was ever there. And then she's like, I miss you. And he's like, hey, babe. <laughs> and, then, and then he like totally smooches her and we all squeal. <laughs> I did. I squeed. Um. Because, like, yeah, they, like, kiss, and it was at this point, and we're going to get into the final episode here in a moment, because these, a lot of this, this really is nine-year-olds imagining themselves as big kids. It's right. a really good, it's a really good visual on this I would never thought of as a kid. And so now, I feel like there is stuff that happens, like, in this episode and in the our last episode we're about to get into, there's a lot of, like dating like flirting when you're like a 14 year old that totally informed how my first few like dates to the movies in yeah middle so went. so quickly moving to the final episode that we watched which was named lion and lions, lions and, and blizzards blizzards well as shocking there are lions and blizzards involved <laughs> um 
This is where uh, the Black Ranger gets uh, a lady. For a hot second. For they, a hot second. He falls Definitely a hot it second. Up. Right, so he's, he's making flirty eyes <laughs> with a with yeah, po- So it starts with a, a relay race. Uh, or sort of like a field day. Yeah, Again, yeah. it is It is totally mm. they are in elementary school. Yeah, there aren't totally. field days in high school. <laughs> it, no, every single one, there was like a hot, yes. And I mean, <laughs> if we actually point out, and this is something I'm just realizing right now, all of the TV shows that had like young teenagers in them, like 16 and under, were exactly like this. Like Salute Your Shorts, like all those Nickelodeon shows. They all had older people that were just completely 100% committed to kid stuff. Yeah, But yeah. I never realized that because... They were just older than me. So I just thought when I was eight years old, the 14-year-olds were still doing the same shit I was. Mm-hmm. And then I just wasn't. And then I didn't think about it until right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so uh, I really enjoyed this episode because um, it was the coolest monster I saw. It was a it was a chimera and it was a lion head with a sheep in its chest and then a snake, snake tail. tail. Which was sadly never relevant. I was hoping there would be like a, a like tail end. And, yeah. yeah. That was me doing the joke thing. <laughs> yeah, a nice. tail and uh, like a sneak, sneak attack. Never. Yeah. Didn't no, happen. it didn't really. It was just cool looking. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was somehow supposed to be tied to this like trophy that they won from the field day. Here's a, a little hint about this show. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And nothing that we have talked about mattered. But it's uh, all just, just <laughs> the slightest stitchings together. To give you the ability to watch footage from three different shows at one time. Yeah. So this, this well, was... something we did learn is that so this show was two shows, and then season <gasps> right. two, and that's so the Green Ranger I, spoilers is... eventually becomes the White Ranger. That's how he gets his powers. And I love back. that your theory is that they only had so much footage with a Green Ranger or with the White and, with the White Ranger with the White Ranger. Or, or that you said they only had so much footage of the Green Ranger, and so that's why they introduced the third show into the rotation. Which is the White Ranger. White Maybe Ranger. that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't you You're say right. that you never see him with the other ones? Yeah, yeah. The White Ranger never and fights at the same like time. he's only 12 years old. Right. That's he's why. Just... He's like a 14-year-old like kid in the original show, so they never show them together. Because he'd be so much shorter than all the rest. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's like him playing the flute and stuff, and like mountaintops, but like he's 12, but you can't tell because it's... Because like, he's in a faceless suit. Yeah. <laughs> My head hurts from like, what a hilarious slapdash thing this was to be such a success. Well, yeah, like to have and found like, that's why that's why there's like 30 seasons with like 10 spin-off series yeah. and just like cuz they're just buying it's other just shows. Gift yeah. Keeps on giving. And like here's the thing, they made so much money on merchandise and they put no money into production. Right. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, they just, b- just bought the amazing. toy rights and and we were we were like joking about the fact that this show, the episodes are a quick 20 minutes. Right. Standard half-hour television shows in America are 22 to 24 minutes, but this is so, 20 minutes only. In defense of kids' content, normally kids' content's 12 minutes, and there's two two episodes per episode. So if you go back to, like, Rugrats right, or those, Doug... But 12, it's, yeah, yeah, it's 24 minutes long. But it's 24 long. minutes total. Right, yeah, right, that's right. what I mean. Yeah. But children attention spans can't get that much farther than, I think, 20 minutes, so but, the fact that these are so short works for them. But what I mean is, like, they shave they some bit minutes off to that. fill it in with, with commercials. With commercials. Of, yeah. so this is one of the more commercial-ready TV shows ever because one-third of every half-hour episode is just commercial. So and that's the third most, where the yeah. robots are fighting and because I'm gonna have to, it's a commercial for the robots. Right, pretty much, yeah. So I think one of the most important things that... Uh, 
that we took away from this is Marshall had a really interesting thing about the bad date that the Black Ranger ends up going on. Right. Lots of this this episode was very was a lot more a little bit had a little bit more of the teen drama soap opera y stuff on. And so the Black Ranger goes on a date to the um movies. To the movies. And he starts doing the uh, gonna put my arm around your shoulder move. It sure is cold in here. Sure is cold in here. Uh, And and she like picks his hand up like it's a gross frog, moves it off of her, and she's like, it's not that cold. Mind you, mind you, she like, like, the the way the episode works is relay race. She's on the opposing team. He's all flirty. She's all flirty. The the good guys win because the bad guys have... The team she's on is also the team of Skull and Bulk. Bulk. So he saves her from the mud. He, like, kind, he like kind of drops his shirt doing the whole, like, walk on the mud thing. And then they're in the gym later, which is where they all hang out. And I don't know if we mentioned. And she shows like, up looking hot. Right. And she walks up to him and is like, yo, let's see a matinee. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like the perfect Sadie Hawkins moment. He's just like, yeah, I'll see a matinee. And so, and then the next time we see them, he puts his arm around her, and she's like, not yeah. into it. Wait, but you're, you're missing you're... the like, like he walks off, and then Trinity like turns to Jason, is like, yeah, Zach attack. Oh yeah, she <laughs> calls up. Him. Yeah, it's so weird. And then, but yeah, yeah, and then so weird that she acts like she's suddenly not into him when he wasn't like trying to do. He's acting too fresh. You can't go that fast and that here's, quick. And it's this high is the school. Thing. This taught me. This is part of what gave me some of my earliest hangups about not wanting to be who I like to call after school special Brad. Because I feel like <laughs> there was so much messaging in the late '80s and early '90s about like unwanted like you know, forced, uh, you know, affection. Like, they'd always be like, come on, you know, like, come on, Cindy. Like, right. if you really loved me, you know, you'd have sex. Like, let's have I'm sex. I'm not and, ready. No, com- Cindy must have a Jesus. Well, come on. Like, if you really loved me, like, you'd let me get it, you know? This is awkward for me. This is what goes on in our relationship <laughs> that is true. That's why I'm day. like, I can go, guys. I feel like, so I feel like, um, I uh, I feel like, like because anywhere. of these PSAs, <laughs> because of these PSAs and then representations like this, I was so hella nervous when I started trying to date because I thought, oh man, if I try and even hold this girl's hand, she's going to barf or scream at me. <laughs> right. And so he ends up having to leave because he gets called on his Power Ranger watch well, to, to go get to the Power save Ranger. the Why rest they... of them. Well, yeah. So the Power Rangers are now fighting the X-Trophy Chimera. Right, Shimera, and somehow know. the four of them couldn't beat him, but the one tornado black ranger. Oh, but this is the episode we first get to see all the weapons. So, like we talked about this before, <laughs> and each of the Power Rangers has like his sick. Off. Like the Red Ranger has a like a, a bastard sword, and the Pink and Ranger has a bow a and arrow, and like Tom, Billy, the Blue Ranger has like a, tri- a double sided trident, and so like Trinity <laughs> and the monster have like a bow and arrow fight, where like their arrows hit each other, and then he just like wrecks her with his arrow. And she like gets shot basically, and then he traps him in a tornado, and then but and then, then Black Ranger shows up. Zach shows and he's up in got the most this, badass thing. Ever. He has this axe rocket that he's launcher holding guitar. like an axe, like a no, like he a, shoots a rocket launcher axe at him, <laughs> then flips it over like an axe, and then holds it like a guitar, like he's gonna shred. It's so amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. And okay, then attacks so him. He, he, he asks the like, bad guy. He you explodes. guys have fully returned yourselves to children. <laughs> whoa, 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 I'm miss. And the that... only important thing for me to talk about is that kiss scene at the end. <laughs> let me skip the fighting. Well, no, no, no. Let me skip the fighting after the fourth 
time so, we explain it. Uh, now, I'm not saying that this is... I'm this not, is like I'm, 20% of the show. Though. I am like truly... <laughs> I'm truly loving this because it it's so funny to like... You guys watched those scenes with so much excitement that you literally just explained every single step again. I feel like what it was is I felt like we were watching our favorite sports team win decisively. Yes. <laughs> like we were so I now understand sports. We, 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 like, oh, this we is one for the ages. Every time somebody would do something awesome, Kessler and I would look at each other and be like, yeah, yes. did you see that play? You know? Um, no, I totally see that. I totally see that. Um, well, and, and well, so then, so so Zach had to leave the date, and it was like, and like his like paper was going off, and then he the gets back and, and like plays it off like, oh, there's a long line for popcorn, and she like looks at him, takes the popcorn he handed to her, and just dunks it on his head. <laughs> Which I don't really get, like. And, she doesn't like popcorn. He brought Did, you popcorn, lady. I mean, like ameliorate. I mean, like was was the first thing in minute five, and then he got back in like minute ninety. Of I the think movie? that's what it was. Like, there's no way that fight was like a thirty second. Well, I, I guess for us it was thirty seconds. But, but they had the fight, and then went back to Zordon's lair, and then he remembered. Oh yeah, I'm oh, on a right. date. Forehead slap. <laughs> he really screwed it up with that girl. She was cute. Uh, super cute. I really hope she comes back in more episodes. Because <laughs> Marshall's gonna watch. I'll him. let you guys know because I'm. Gonna already. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, we got to jump into the classic questions here. Is it questions, Marks? Why do we need them? <laughs> yeah. at, one, at one point, there's the teacher on the blackboard. There's a thing that says, question marks. Why do we need them? And we all noticed it and pointed it out. Or you noticed it and like, pause it, replay it. And then we were like, oh, that's just going to be something that like a PA wrote in the background. And then she straight up at the end of the episode was like, all right, remember to read in your textbook, question marks. Why do we need them? Yeah. It was a line. I, that was Fantastic. like the moment I realized they were children. Because okay. right, like, that's right, not a right, thing you right. learn in high school. No. That's a thing you learn when you're seven. <laughs> so uh, really quickly, do you think this was appropriate viewing for you as a kid? And, yes. Uh, I think so. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the, because we, it was it was all, like, as far as all the fighting went, you didn't, like... It was just spin kicks and dodging. Yeah, it was just, or... <laughs> and all, all the real fighting really happened between the robots. Well, but I... Like I'll the throwing... Re- remind you guys, though, um, that there was actually a big kind of push to, like, limit violence on television. And Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was actually, like, part of a oh, big yeah, controversy. Because like, mm-hmm. there had been, like, I don't know if these are real stories, but I remember, like, Kids a rumor going around about, like, a kid a kid accidentally getting killed, like, while, like, playing No, that was fighting. wrestling. Or, oh, doing uh, wrestling. Uh, that was a uh, an older sport. brother killed his younger sister doing a thing. Oh, like, uh, like a, a move. Which, um, which this, this we, we mentioned um, like we mentioned that Power Rangers has definitely like a pro wrestling sort of feel, oh, feel to, to it, it like yeah. all the theatrics, all the pointing and calling out your opponents and stuff. It, but I, I will say the one thing that the show did, and like it's the first thing that Jason really even says to anybody, no, is I'm, yeah, yeah. The first thing that Jason really says to anybody is like you know karate wasn't invented to hurt people, which, like, is vaguely maybe untrue. But, like, the point is they have a message of, like, only use this in self-defense. Even, like, Zordon's, like, never escalated unless Rita does. It's, like, one of the three rules that they learn. Yeah. Oh, that is kind of funny that, like, the three the three rules, like, the middle one is sort of telling kids, hey, only, you know... Only use martial arts hard. if someone's atta- yeah. in self-defense. And don't, don't ever hit first. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Like, like, it doesn't say don't defend yourself, but don't hit first. 
Mm -hmm. It's like the classic lessons of like the classic AD martial art. Like the Karate Kid, the whole thing is you're the good guy. Only use this for self-defense versus right. Cobra Kai, which is like using it to bully the, yeah. the main right, character. Right, right, right. So uh, this, I think, has to come to our like title question. Do I still love it? And if you haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> I this is the thing I've loved the most of all the shows we've watched so far. I... I was pretty much on board and loving it and then loving it even more for the whole two hours. And I will probably go watch more episodes after we're done recording. Alex? I, no, I, I want, mean, I definitely, I, want you to go. I definitely still love it. I don't know how much I love the first episode. I'd almost recommend to people wanting to watch this to maybe even skip that one and do just the random episode thing because the first one's very much set up and there's not as much of just like crazy robot fighting action. But if you've never seen Power Rangers, it they might be such a good job to so set up though. They understand. say everyone's name in sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, like if, we... if you really need to get to know the characters and the plot line, like watch it because it does a good job of of doing it like a picture book. If we learned anything, <laughs> if we learned anything, uh, this is like one of the things that speaks in favor of like, some people have talked that Netflix or something would be nice if they had like a television version where you just oh, I want flip it on, on TV and on shuffle on so TV. Oh, and, and, and uh, shuffle on TV, exactly. And Power Rangers would be a perfect shuffle on oh, TV yeah. show. The Office is another, like the one I always talk about is like, because I never want to pick out an episode of The Office because like, there's like six good. that I like, no, I love, and those ones I watch, and now I've seen them a hundred times, and I, I want to watch, like, oh, right, that random episode that I completely forgot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. What about you, Laura? So, after watching oh, the yeah. show... So, Laura, do you love it? Uh, okay, so after <laughs> watching the show, I absolutely loved it. Yes! Victor, yes. <laughs> after 40 minutes of talking with the two of you, I remembered why this TV show annoyed the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, just it, does as that a, taint your love? As, I mean, like, I don't know if I would want to go watch more with you now because now I've, like, f filled up on it. Um, but, and actually watching the show is great. It was absolutely fantastic. It was so much fun. And um, it was just, and I loved it for what a B-movie quality it was. Oh, yeah. Like, so I don't really want to see the a lot more stock, money in it. The film stock cut differences in texture between the English yeah. parts and the Japanese Finding parts Finding out that it was just a hodgepodge of footage from multiple things is one of the most endearing and, like, funniest things I've ever found out about a TV show. I love that. That's hilarious. That's how I would make a TV show because I don't like to make stuff from scratch. I'm just this like, this looks good with this, yeah! All right, guys. It was obviously a deeply beloved television show. And I even I would recommend... If you have nothing to do on a Sunday evening, just throw it on. It's free on Netflix. I, and I'm, you will be so jacked that your Monday will be awesome. <laughs> I'm so surprised how much I like this. Yeah. I walked into this being like, this is going to be like kindergarten garbage that I'm just going to be like, oh, how did I like that? And then I walked out of it being like, oh, this is maybe the most metal thing I've ever yeah, watched. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like it is so wonderful because it is just so like tacky. And it, yeah, it, yeah. it informed so much of but my it's so childhood. Committed. Yeah, it like, informed so, so much of what I thought like what what being a hero and like calling, you know, having your call to duty. Like we all like like this is what I thought was like awesome was dragons and robots and like ninja fighting and laser swords and shit. They do they pile it on. It's, it's like every, everything. Everything <laughs> little kids love. Um so 
yeah, guys, it's all on Netflix, so <laughs> we all have the subscription. I have a hunch that Marshall is going to evangelize Power Rangers uh, to anyone and everyone for this the is, end of time. This is already the I love it the most of the, of the episodes we've <laughs> Our relationship about. has entered the Power Rangers <laughs> Uh So, again, I'd like to thank Alex Kessler, uh, Game Yay! Desire and Podcast host, host of the Masters of Modern Podcast. Where yeah, can we want, find you on the internet? Uh, at Kess Wiley, K-E-S-S-W-Y-L-I-E, at Twitter, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere. And then if you, uh, YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash TV. And then also Kesco is your yes. Your Kes.co is the website. Kes.co for all your game and toy needs in now and in the immediate future. Uh, yeah, so we've been. Do I still love it? I'm Marshall James. And I'm Laura Weiss. Good night. Aye, <laughs>